Hey everyone, tonight we're going to be debating, should Trump have been charged and arrested? And to kick us off, we have Haig on the right, and uh, over here actually, and he's going to start us off uh, to say that uh, no, he should not have. So uh, thanks for being here, Haig, and the floor is all yours. Well, thank you, Ryan. Nice to uh, be, this is my debut with Ryan is uh, hosting the uh, modern day debate. And thank you for to Matthew with one T from Caught yeah. in the Middle. Nice to see you again. And shout out to the chat, guys. Um, as far as Trump's arraignment, whatever that is, I do not believe he should have been charged at all or arrested or whatever. Because, for one, big picture, we all know that it's politically motivated. The people who hate Trump hate him because, as Tucker Carlson once said, not because he lies or breaks the law or anything else that he supposedly does, but because he tells the truth. They're most angry at Trump for telling the truth, for standing for the country, for not being for the mass out-of-control immigration and all those things. He doesn't cave to the fake racism and sexism and all that mess nonsense. And these, secondly, these laws are just weird technical laws that ordinary people don't understand and they they're not they don't tend to have anything to do with anything moral. Um, one should follow the law as far as you can. Uh, I haven't heard any evidence that Trump didn't, even from the DA Alvin Bragg over in in New York, which interestingly people think of as some of the most corrupt places, one of the most corrupt places in the world. I've only heard accusations and speculation and gross gossip and assumptions and people um, assume the worst about people whom they hate and even people whom they once loved. So the communists have laid out, I call them communists, but the government types have laid out a system of complicated laws that's almost impossible to follow. And it's nearly impossible to find anybody who hasn't broken the law in some way or other. And then they selectively, they being the government who or the establishment selectively enforce it. Nobody normal knows or cares about campaign laws or tax laws. Some people who might know about it might care about it understandably. And again, we should follow these laws. I'm not, I disavow anybody breaking the law, of course. But that's how the Obama administration selectively, again, got, remember Dinesh D'Souza, who was a conservative activist and documentary uh, filmmaker. They sent him to jail night jail or something like that after he exposed the obama administration or obama himself how much he hated america with his 2016 obama's america thing um they recently got that guy ricky vaughn his pen name ricky vaughn who made a meme may have gotten a little overboard tricking the blacks into thinking that they could text their vote for hillary clinton in 2016 i don't know but Others people others called it a meme, and he was a very effective um, social media influencer type of guy. And this was just one basic side note, very minor side note in his career, if you will. Meanwhile, they let Antifa go wild. They let Antifa supporters, including politicians, go wild and be very irresponsible and incite riots. They accused Trump of inciting violence. They've incited more violence than Trump ever would dream of and trump is a law and order guy they let um who else do they leave the illegal aliens coming into the country or undocumented immigrants if you prefer 
and legal go out of control. Um, welfare fraud, the China virus, uh, uh, the Corona 19, COVID-19, whatever, uh, relief fraud, all that mess. Some of it's getting enforced, but they let homeless people go out, going, go out of control and spread disease and blight and litter, break the litter laws and all that stuff. So they don't really care about us. DA, DA Alvin Bragg, um, that lady a, Attorney General Letitia James over in New York, they both, I heard, campaigned on getting Trump, prosecuting Trump on what? They didn't even know. It reminds me of that Detroit um, Muslim representative, Rashida Tlaib, who's like, we're going to impeach the MFR. When she was elected, she's cussed right in front of her little son, as I recall. I could be mistaken. Even without knowing what they'd impeach Trump for. So it's all been about get Trump. Everybody knows that it's all political. Um, the anti-Trump people are not about what's right. They're not about loving the country. They're not about following the law as as uh, Trump is. It reminds me of when they got Sheriff Joe Arpaio, and I think they got him on a, a quote-unquote felony or something. Some judge accused him of um, of uh, some some disrespect toward justice. I forget what the specific thing was. And they had falsely accused Sheriff Joe Arpaio, a man of, of the law, who his whole career was enforcing the law, immigration, uh, drug enforcement. And he was tough and he was smart and he was good with money. And the uh, the prisoners and jailmates respected him. But they got him on something and then uh, Trump gave him a pardon. But it was all political persecution by the mainstream media and the establishment. And the the rhino party, I call them the rhino party rather than the Republican Party. They don't really have any courage to stand behind our best people like Trump, Arpaio, Congressman Steve King. So it's a very corrupt and politicized, what I call injustice system, as opposed to real justice. So no, this thing, this thing against Trump is not about justice, and it's not about what's right. Hey, thank you for having me. And uh, James, thank you for uh, the debate tonight. Yeah, uh, I previously had James on the uh, podcast. Everything went great. I actually like the guy. Um, that being said, uh, I think that he does have a, uh, a certain affair with Donald Trump. Um, I could probably agree with James on many different things, um, even in the lineup of saying that maybe certain politicians should be in line before him uh, for being prosecuted, uh, being indicted for various crimes. Um, we do know that Hillary Clinton got away with campaign fraud for $113,000. Um, and that she had to pay that back. She was held guilty for it. Um, she did have to pay that fine. That said, I don't think that anyone is above the law. I think that everyone should be prosecuted by the law. I might agree that this is a uh, political affair as well. I might agree that he is being targeted. And I might agree that this does help hinder, hurt, however it goes for Donald Trump. However... If, in fact, Donald Trump has broken the law, I do think that at some point in time that we do have to begin prosecuting politicians and everyone alike. That said, I am not sure that it's so fair, um, but I'm glad that at some point it's starting. It needs to start somewhere. I think it should have started sooner. 
Um, however, if it starts here and this isn't the end of the line and we continue to get more politicians, uh, CEOs, corporate owners hereafter, I think I can be, be okay with that. And Trump broke, if in fact Trump broke the law, which it looks like he did, it looks very misconstrued in different ways. However, it looks like Trump quite possibly broke the law. Um, I don't think that this is a new thing in politics. Um, and I don't think this is the first time a running candidate has probably used campaign funds in order to pay various things they probably shouldn't. That said, once again, I fall back. If you've broken the law, I think you should be held accountable for it. I don't see, I didn't see Donald Trump handing out pardons to people with minor crimes um, like unto this while he was president. Uh, I know that he handed out pardons, but not to people in the same situation. Therefore, I would have to think that Donald Trump agrees that the judicial system would prosecute people in the same manner, mannerism in which he may or may not be prosecuted for now, now that he's uh, indicted with 34 charges, even though they're quote unquote trumped up charges, um, even though it's probably closer to five or six that are just sparse out. Um, if he's guilty of the crimes, I think that he has to do the time. Uh, whether or not there should be time involved or not, that's a whole different story. Uh, I believe this is going to come down to some fining. I believe that this puts Trump on the mainstream news every single day, and I believe it actually helps Trump in the end. However, once again, I fall back on if you've done the crime, you've got to pay for those if it can be provable. Again, you're not held guilty until you're guilty. Uh, but if he's in fact done it, hey, he should be arrested just like anyone else. Um, those fingerprints and that mugshot and all that crazy stuff. Uh, I believe it's all part of the part of the gig. If you've done it, that's that's what happens. So it has to start somewhere. And if this is where it starts, hey, I, I think it's great. I just hope it doesn't stop here. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to have to repeat all that again, because what would a debate be with Ryan here if I didn't have myself muted at some point for the live audience? Uh you know, I'm still learning a little bit here or there, but that's that's one of those little mistakes I make with the OBS because I don't want you guys hearing me uh, in the live oh. chat when these guys are talking. So I'm um, just going to say again, if you haven't already, hit the like and subscribe. Uh, all of our super chats are going to be donated 100% to charity. So sorry that I'm repeating this again, no gents here. Uh, so it's going to Worldwide Orphans, 100% of it. Um, Yep, uh, we're going we're gonna to kick it into open discussion now, and I am going to mute my mic so that these fellas can dig in, and uh, have the f it's all up to you guys now. Have at her. <laughs> well, thank you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Matthew, I, I like your attitude. I like your uh, positivity towards this issue, and I agree with you on uh, this will be good for Trump because one thing about Trump that I appreciate is He's been quite unflappable despite all of the endless and, in my mind, unjust attacks on him. And he's done wrong in the past. He hasn't denied that. He hasn't relished it or celebrated it uh, since he's been running for office. He hasn't bragged about stuff that he may have bragged about in books in the past. He's been like, we're not going to talk about some of the mistakes that I've made in the past. So he's shown shame and respect for um 
for the American people in our moral sense or, or towards a moral sense. And even in attacks, even in attacking other people, he's had a pretty good attitude. He's never been like viciously angry, although he he can be quite aggressive, which <laughs> we need. And he has never wavered in his uh, positivity. And that helps a man grow and um, and prove himself to the public. So this is a great um, test for him. I don't know if if I don't know how he's handling it, but he seems to be handling it quite well. And the American people shouldn't be concerned. Like you said, it may be unlikely that he'll do any time or that he'll even be convicted. Who knows? Um, and about the fines. I hadn't heard about Hillary Clinton having to pay stuff. People just kind of say that Hillary Clinton is corrupt and Trump wanted to go after her. But his lawyer, White House counsel, said that she shouldn't he shouldn't go after her because it looks political. Somehow it doesn't look political, even though everybody knows that it's political, that they're going after Trump. Um, but he he's a man who's who's faced down the both both the just and the unjust suffering that has brought been brought upon him and he's held up under it and i hope that everybody um doesn't overreact and follows that good example of they're calling me over here i'm gonna go over here and go through what i need to go through he's not uh, making a scene refusing to extradite himself in florida or anything weird like that like they some people imagined or and he didn't refuse to leave the white house he didn't try to organize a coup or whatever they falsely accused him of inciting a riot and an insurrection i know we we dis disagree on whether it was an insurrection but uh a definition by definition he's a, <laughs> he is a um he's a good example and i hope that his supporters follow that good example of we have to have peace and we're about law and order even when the um even when the so-called justice department or justice system is injustice and it's open season on Trump and his supporters. Yeah. So I just pulled it up here um, as per Politico, whether or not we trust those or not. Um, it says the FEC commission uh, agreed to a fine of over a hundred thousand dollars against the DNC and Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign investigation into alleged misreporting of spending. And it goes down to say that it was paying Fusion GPS through Perkins Coy to mm -hmm. conduct opposition research on Donald Trump. Yeah. So Hillary Clinton was, in fact, uh, held guilty for a charge very similar to this one. Although there's a lot of mechanics that are different um, in this situation and that, you know, we're calling this hush money. And now as of today, they're reporting it as conspiracy fraud and various other things. Um, which again, I might even agree that these are trumped up charges, quote unquote, pun not intended. Um, however, we have seen um, that a running candidate was charged uh, with the crime in the past. Um, as for how it will be handled with Donald Trump, whether or not it's handled in the same mannerism as it was Hillary Clinton, that's left to be seen. Um, however, she was in fact uh, held accountable for it. Um, I want to say that she had to pay eight thousand dollars of the fine and the dnc paid the remainder for her wow. uh for her 
her finding process um, for this. Um, <clears throat> that said, again, we're, we're going to end up agreeing on a lot of different things involved with this. Um, I, again, I, I just keep falling back on would Donald Trump pardon someone else for the same crime? And I'm not sure that he was. He would. I haven't seen him do it in the past. Um, do I care personally whether or not Donald Trump did anything with Kathy whatever and Stormy Daniels or any I don't care any more than I cared about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. I, I think these are closed door projects and um, these should be left out of American politics. I don't think these should get much airtime at all. Um, if there are laws broken in the process, which in this case, it looks like potentially laws were broken. Um, he was quote unquote indicted, which means he was quote unquote arrested today. Uh, he was in fact, uh, fingerprinted and had his mugshot. I don't think uh, they did the mugshot. Did they really do the mugshot? Yeah. I've, I've, I've uh, read that they did do the mugshot. <laughs> I watched through the process today of him being entering into the facility due to the motorcade and then leaving the facility. He, he didn't, his head wasn't held high. I heard you say earlier, he looked like he was holding his head high, but he uh, certainly did not look uh, pleased coming out of the courtroom. He was definitely had his head hunched over a bit. He, he wasn't standing standing tall like Donald Trump walking around shaking everybody at McDonald's hands. Um, he, he didn't look happy about the process and the proceedings whatsoever, which I don't see how anybody could be, you know, but he didn't look happy. Yeah, he shouldn't fake. He shouldn't fake happiness. That's I agree with you on that. Um the closest thing that I can compare um, pardons that Trump Trump did to this would be, did he pardon Dinesh D'Souza for the the um, straw straw donations? He donated more than his, his allowed amount through friends of his who, in their name, but it was really his money, and so he had to go to jail. I think that he may have pardoned Dinesh D'Souza, who was... It was a politically motivated prosecution. It was legitimate. He did do those, you know, he did do that thing. It's a commonly done and not commonly prosecuted. Maybe it's more more commonly prosecuted than I know. But that's one example. And again, what I mentioned with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who continued to um, do something that he was supposedly continued to do something that he was falsely accused of. Um, do you remember what, what it was? It, called? it had he was accused of. I, I do uh, remember something during pro- the Trump presidency with uh, Papaya. Yeah, ro- I don't remember what it was. Pro- it was supposedly racial profiling, which it wasn't, and and honestly, like who cares if it was? And but somehow that's illegal. And then, um, and then uh, it was a. Whenever you, I don't know, it's it, the specific charge doesn't matter, but it's the, it is the, um, the point is under those circumstances of a politically motivated prosecution of a technical law where it's of almost a victimless crime or, or maybe really a victimless crime and maybe not even a crime selectively enforced. He did I, issue pardons. I would have to say though, in this case, if in fact campaign dollars were used, in this case alone, um, same as with the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, or Hillary Clinton, uh, the, 
The same with her campaign. Uh, if it was, in fact, campaign dollars, these are dollars that are funded by us. Um, 113000 or $130,000 is a drop in the bucket, I understand, you know, in the grand scheme of things. However, if, in fact, it was this, whether or not he gave away his presidential check every quarter or whatever, and all these various things, if he used $130,000 of campaign money for this hush fund, it is, in fact... That does hurt the American people. Very little, but it does. It is taxpayer dollars that are being used uh, for something they shouldn't be. Maybe so. I, I really don't honestly know, nor do I honestly care. I I don't think that his supporters who donated to him would particularly care. Not the real ones. I know some people turn on him. <laughs> and then there are some Christians who are judgmental. And I use the quote air quotes for that who will be like oh, did he really yeah, they, do that the same Worrying ones turned on uh, clinton matter. so we say again it, it, the same ones turned on clinton so that that's fair it's fair to say that's two-sided yeah the, Christ, the christians will turn um and honestly like they shouldn't have supported clinton in the first place clinton was not for what's right trump is and uh clinton did that in the white house trump there's no proof that he did what he's accused of doing and uh, he says that he didn't and it's not our business, like you said, in the first place. I want to say that this prosecuting attorney has a huge, um, what is it called uh, for prosecutors when they have a higher win ratio than a losing ratio? Alvin Bragg? Alvin Bragg, that it's something like 68%. Um, and apparently that's that's pretty high uh, for prosecuting uh, people. And now it, it doesn't say what these people were prosecuted for you know this could be a lot of you know uh charging people with spitting on a sidewalk somewhere who, who knows uh i don't know but the fact is he's 68 percent in the win column it looks like the guy tries to take on cases he can win um it looks like they've put some time into this one it looks like they've pulled uh bank records uh looks like they're i guess they're able to look at what campaign funding is spent on over time i guess this stuff's supposed to be filed I have a, I don't trust almost anyone in government. Um, yeah. It's 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 very rare that I find a politician that uh, I trust. I might like what certain ones are saying, uh, but it's very rare that I find one that I like. I don't trust anyone that they put into various office, whether that's dealing with the U.S. Treasury, the CIA, the FBI, law enforcement, DOJ. Yeah. Um, so. I don't trust what findings they may have found until I see said findings myself. I hope that all this becomes public information. Um, I would think that this being a televised uh, case, that uh, there's going to be a lot of reporting, and I would hope that this stuff becomes public information really quickly so the American people are able to see, you know, hey, this isn't a uh, fake charge. This is a real charge. I would think that these people have taken the time if they're willing to bring this in the mannerism they've brought it today or over the last two weeks where they're willing to come in, they're willing to say, hey, we have enough proof to charge this person that this prosecuting attorney has done enough digging that I, he believes whether or not, you know, I don't know what, I can't remember what the judge's name is. They say that he's a fair man. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah they tough, say, but tough but fair in the court ha courtroom right is what they claim 
which I know is what they said about Barr and what they said about Mueller and various yeah. other people in the past. Um, I, I, I want to say they said the same exact thing, fair but tough. Um, I, want, I would almost quote that that's what they said. Yeah. That, that said, this is what's being said. This is the only reporting we have. We don't have a lot of information to go off of, except a prosecuting attorney is willing to bring this in front of the American people. He's willing to put his reputation on the line, whatever reputation that may be. Um, and he's, he's willing to put this in, in front of a, a case to be tried. And I think that if this case were to fail, and I think they know this, if this case were to fail, I think that they've been called on their bluff for a future, for the future, the foreseeable future. Anyone who's has second guessed anything historically with Donald Trump, whether it be the Mar-a-Lago or it be all the various things they've tried to put forward against him. I think that if they fail in this effort publicly televised to charge Donald Trump with something they say they've investigated, they say they have everything for, they're putting it on TV and they fail in this act. I think that they know that for the foreseeable future, they won't, they won't be able to do this again. This will never get as much publicity. Everyone in the American public will say, Hey, this is all, this is all an act now. Like now we're believers. So I would have to think that they've dug enough. They've pulled, they've done enough investigating. They pulled enough information that they're willing to get on television and they're willing to say, Hey, this is the real deal. We finally got him. And so if that's the case, again, I think that there are probably politicians that I'm not going to say probably for sure. There are politicians that should be in line far before Trump. But if he happens to be the first one in line, if he's done the crime, he's got to do the time. Well, that's a nice point about um, our most honorable and just president in our lifetimes, perhaps. Um, facing the charges first and then everybody else having to start facing the charges. That would be wonderful. I don't really have high hopes like you. And I think a lot of people in America, maybe maybe most people in America, both liberals and conservatives and people who are more extreme and more in the center have very little faith in our justice system to be actually about justice. We've yeah, seen I don't more- agree. I, I don't agree that the justice, I, I agree the justice system is not for, for the people. Yeah, it's not for what's right. It's politically influenced, very much so. Um, kind of like that guy, the uh, guy with the horns, MAGA, the MAGA Sh- guy. Shaman, who, shaman man yeah, or something. The, yeah, the QAnon shaman. Um, yeah, there we go. He they, they tried to put him away for, what, three years or something like that. And then all of this exculpatory evidence came out showing that they the police were actually escorting him around and he was actually quite pretty well behaved and reading Trump's tweet to be peaceful and go home later right. and encouraging people to be that way. They they let him out on house arrest after the fact. And I, I believe it's hard not to believe that that's or suspect that that's under political pressure. That's not because it's just it seems like they all of a sudden made a decision. I, I mean, on my end, being a uh, veteran of uh, multiple tours to Iraq, I, I understand uh, what war can do to certain human beings. And they said that this, uh, I'm going to call him a gentleman. This gentleman uh, suffered from PTSD 
and other things that are war and combat related. Mm-hmm. And um, how that affects each person is very different. Um, very, very different human to human. Yeah. Um, but if that that is a fact that uh, I'm on this guy's side, uh, I just happen to be another veteran. So I'm going to be very biased yeah. towards him in understanding this. So I, I think that that being publicized, um, I do know that the uh, Veterans Something Association came right out. I want to say the very next day and they started applying different things and uh, sending funding that direction for um, this e- new new evidence to be uh, used for him. I know that we're way off topic, but I- I'm really happy this guy was able to be fooled. It's not too far off topic, honestly, because it is it's kind of about the mob. We have mob justice. I call them lynch mobs because uh we the people are kind of in the dark. We don't really know what's going on. We don't really understand these technical laws. And we don't know the ins and outs of these local stories that get pro- become black, big Black Lives Matter uh, flashpoints. And so we don't really know what's going on. And so the people who are saying, you're guilty, 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 racist, 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 or uh, broke the law, broke the law, broke the law against Trump supporters and so-called insurrectionists we don't know the details of what they actually did they get they get some of some of the details not all of them and not for every single person but right yeah so i'd I'd like the names to be uh be shown i'd like to see the the evidence of each of the individuals but yeah do you personally care about what trump may have done in this case for this case alone I would say that this is beyond ridiculous. I would say that uh, that of all the things that of politicians should be charged for, uh, I think this is the smallest and silliest of them all. However, I, however, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I already know your point about if he technically broke the law, let's follow that. And that's very logical, reasonable, um, rational, intellectual, manly. Don't call me intellectual. And white of you, I dare say, because whites (laughs) like to follow the rules. It's it's just reality. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so and and military of you, like following orders, following the rules, going by the book. And that's how a lot of fair-minded Americans feel about this. But it's also how we get suckered into following into these, getting into the weeds on this stuff, rather than remembering the big picture. One thing thing that does scare me about this is uh, how this could be used going forward. Whether or not the DOJ... um, is able to be weaponized towards whoever is politically ahead. Um, I hope that that doesn't go this direction. I hope that we're able to be steered in the right direction futuristically. Um, And I hope that this is um, taken care of. I hope this is uh, a good um, chink in the chain and that uh, this leads towards everyone being held accountable to their actions 
And I dare say that apparently um, it's been a white collar rule um, throughout American history that we try not to prosecute high-end politicians because they're placed in stressful positions um, throughout their careers and they're, they're forced to make spontaneous decisions on the spot and not every human can be right all the time. Yeah. Um, that said... And then it I, looks I, like the politicians are above the law then. Right. And then it looks like they're above the law. Um, they kind of are. I mean, let's not talk about Benghazi. Um, but uh, that being said, I hope that this is used correctly and that everyone is held accountable and that when people are in the race to become our next president, vice president, uh, speaker of the house, uh, secretary of state, all these high positions, even all the way down to different financial financing offices. I hope that every single one of them is able to be held accountable for the laws they break in the process. And I hope that this is, if this goes down the way it looks like it was, it's going to go down, which if it's treated fairly and if it's held to the same standard, I know that certain mechanics are different, but it, Hillary Clinton was fined uh, for this and held guilty for it. I hope that it's held the same way with Donald Trump. Unless I'm missing some information, I, I do. We are all waiting for the paperwork. We're all waiting for the actual indictment evidence. I'm not we're, really interested <laughs> we're, because we're, I kind of already know. I mean, we, I, all, we all want to kind of see what's going on. You know, I, I like to think of myself as truth minded. Uh -huh. um, and, and falling back on the facts. If it's the case, I hope he's held to the same standard. If it's the same sort of ordeal, but I hope this isn't the last in the chain. I'm glad that this is happening. I just have hopes that this starts something good going forward. Um, and I hope that people that are committing far more heinous crimes um, that hurt the American people yeah. I hope that they're held accountable um, in the same mannerism. I hope that a prosecutor picks up the case, does their, it's, it's not paid off and um, not working for the political system, uh, picks one of these cases up and says, hey, and they do the right investigating and they put it in front of a judge and they indict them and begin persecuting them, prosecuting them as well. Persecuting is a good and word for it. Um, now... I hope that every white American man, Christian, Trump supporter, conservative, or anybody who leans towards independent thinking, even, even who are none of those things, but they're independent thinkers. I hope they take that as this as a lesson of many lessons, a good example of you won't get justice in this country you will get you you better follow by the book and don't step out as outside of the lines when it's not necessary and uh don't attract attention to yourself and unless it's really right follow what's what's right in your heart but um know that the the you're not going to get justice in the courts you're not going to get justice from even the police or the uh, media or the um, 
or the politicians, even the local politicians, because it has been nonstop escalating attacks on Trump and his supporters and on whites and on men and on independent thinkers and uh, Christians. We've seen it over and over and over, building up and building up. It has been nice in a way to see this evil come out against Trump because that now, awakens it awakens people. Now, Hake, um, although maybe not to the same caliber, um, during Obama's presidency, which I, I would agree, not great, um, during his presidency, would you agree that Republicans were pretty vicious towards him, that the American people um, said a lot of pretty heinous things and that we wished pretty pretty bad things upon him um would you agree to that a lot of people hated obama yes and they were wrong for it and he kind of trolled them into hating him which is they he trolled them with lies trump trolls them with truth and he both are hated for it and we should never hate obama never be swayed by him just as we shouldn't be too eager to love obama uh, love trump or be swayed or swooned, swooned, <laughs> taken with uh, Trump. And because a lot of people, it implies like a, a dating affair, right? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but there were a lot of people who there were, you know, the so-called alt-right, the people who were into the white thing, into like race and um, ethno-nationalism, keeping the white majority, um, protecting white people. They Like white, white nationalist kind of thing? Yeah, they... Uh, or and white advocates, they sometimes, in some cases, thought Trump was more on their side than he was, or that he was giving them dog whistles or bullhorns. And in reality, he's been pretty consistent throughout uh, his life in, in that he's kind of an independent thinker. He's a New York liberal, New York Times reading type of a guy, but also sometimes thinks for himself and speculates about things. Like the like the vaccines and autism, which I of course disavow that. But he tweeted that once. He read and culture. I believe he was vaccinated himself. I think he said that he's vaccinated. I want to even yeah. say that Trump said to get the booster, or that yeah, not. Yeah. I don't think he said to get it. I think he said that he got it. And a lot of people turned on him for for that. They thought, oh, he's be become a vaccine salesman. He hasn't. They said, he, they said he's cloned. <laughs> right. They, they've. But he was never for mandates, and he was. Uh, He's been pretty consistent. He's been pretty anti-racist and pro-woman and and kissing up to the gays and uh, nice to blacks and sometimes uh, affiliating himself with some uh, like rappers and and criminals who've done wrong and some people who've been railroaded for doing wrong. Yeah, I like, attempt not to get into um, certain things that Trump may or may not have represented i do remember i don't remember who the head of the i'm not sure if i can say the name of that organization that's three letters in a row um i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say that or not but i remember that he did come out and he did disavow um that individual um numerous times and yeah. that didn't get the uh media that uh what got the media was all the propaganda against him and him disavowing them didn't get that media at all Right. Um, I do remember that before his campaign, he was uh, quote unquote friends 
uh, with various rappers and various organizations with people of color and whatnot. Um, I think that Trump hurts himself in that department um, yeah. when it when he comes out and, uh, and, tweet, and tweets. He starts tweeting about uh, various things, you know, when it comes to Rosie O'Donnell and all of this different clown world material. Um, I think that he ends up hurting what what you, what someone like you might say that Donald Trump represented or represents. I think Trump does a good job at harming himself uh, with some of the things that he tweets out or or just kind of randomly says. No, and I, I, I think that that's something that uh, outrages a, a certain community, um, what I would call the 2% what me and you've talked about in the past uh, with the 2%. The squeaky uh, wheel, the vocal and, minority. Yeah, yeah. Amongst amongst all people. And I'm, I'm using 2% amongst all people, LGBTQ, various ethnic communities, various nationalities, people of color, white people, everybody in between. Um, that 2%, I think he has a, a way of uh, highly upsetting that 2%. And uh, they're the loudest people. They're the loudest. You know, I, I have a, a friend uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. He's a person of color. He's a black man, a black American. And uh, me and him were sitting around. And this was back when I was uh, further right than I am now. And uh, he explained to me, he said, you know, do you know why it is that oftentimes uh, we're able to make progress and it doesn't seem that the Caucasian community is able to? And I said, why? He said, because we're the loudest ones. We, we get out and we talk and we're, we're the ones saying things. We make our voice heard. Um, and I'm not saying that white people are not doing this. I'm saying that uh, when Trump is able to come out and anger these two percents with things that he says, I don't agree that people should be hurt by words. Yeah. Um, but when he's able to come out and say certain things, he does upset various communities, whether it's people that hold more weight physically, like Rosie O'Donnell, than other people um, or not. He upsets a, a vast community there and that community has a loud voice and it projects really well. And I think that that's something that is now could potentially coming, be coming in to hurt Donald Trump. Although it shouldn't, because the DOJ, the Department of Justice, should not be appealing to people's feelings towards right. anyone being prosecuted. Um, it, it does help with the amount of people that showed up there today against Donald Trump. I, I, another thing that um, I thought of regarding the so-called justice system is that it's interesting that um, some of the more Democrat, the more anti-white the more um, loud um, people in the justice system, the lawyers and prosecutors and stuff, are the ones bringing the case, bringing these cases against Trump. They're the more like shameless ones. You said that he, this Alvin Bragg guy, has a high percentage of wins in the cases that he's taken. I don't know what cases he's passing on. Right, right. I don't know. And it, and it makes me wonder if he's, it makes me, I just wonder about uh, the integrity of of the man. Maybe I don't really have to wonder much. He is a Democrat, um, <laughs> but 
it it's just interesting that they use the more shameless hey, T- ones. Tulsi I hear Gabbard he's... was a Democrat for a Who's bit, that? right? Tulsi Gabbard. She was a Democrat for a she bit. She was a Democrat. She yeah, and she's I liked hated, her. And yet she's hated by the Democrats. Right. And she goes right. on Tucker Carlson and now she's like a a host on Fox News, which is yeah. more moderate than than ever. Yeah. I don't uh, like the like it might be the two percent of Democrats, you know. Yeah, she's not she, as she might be part of that. She was raised more Christian. She was once more conservative. She wasn't for the the gay community. Now she she's is hot. Yeah, she's but she's not one of the shameless ones like uh, Maxine Waters. Shameless. Definitely. Uh, some of the politically these, Mar- shameful for sure. Marion Barry, uh, the D.C. mayor who's who's died now, but he was into the into crack cocaine. and But he was reelected and and. Uh, Corrupt, but reelected, and uh, other criminal uh, politicians have been reelected by these communities of color, especially. And they're the ones who are shameless, and then they're shamelessly attacking one of the most honorable, again, one of the most honorable presidents that we've that we've had, who really cares cares about and loves the country. Yeah, um, I would probably agree with a lot of what you just said. Um, I'm going to fall back on, on something I kind of said earlier. I hope that Donald Trump being able to be, if he's in fact persecuted, uh, prosecuted, I'm sorry, I said, put that wrong again, prosecuted uh, for this crime. I hope that this isn't the last. I hope that uh, there's a long line of politicians that are all prosecuted with him. And if they're held guilty for their crimes, I hope that they're arrested, indicted, arrested, convicted and i hope they do the time as well um, i think that this goes all the way back to um i don't know if we can say the man's name who had an island um uh a lot of the names who didn't that, uh, who going they back say to that. didn't kill him people say he didn't kill himself yeah yeah i believe he might have he he, he um he unalived himself or did did not unalive himself. <laughs> I, um, think he may really I, I think that this falls all the way back. You know, uh, this guy is certainly tied into a lot of people. If we look at something like someone like um, what was his name? John Roberts. Um, he was a great, great uh, politician. He seemed like he had people's uh, interests at hand. Great attorney. Um, and he came in. That was when Justice Salil was still in uh, as the chief justice. And um, he came in with him, and they said that once he came in, he turned into a different guy. The, the Justice a, John Roberts? Chief, just, he's now the Chief Justice John Roberts? You're yeah. Talking about? That okay. He turned into a completely different person. And, it's, you know, they said Salil would always kind of look his way, like, who who are you now? Mm. And um, then certain pictures surfaced with him being with a certain human being. Um, oh. And then various things started happening down the down the line. And uh, I hope that this is able to be to go all the way back. I think that hopefully I'm, I'm not for the Republican Party any more than I am for the Democratic Party personally. Um, but I hope that the Republican Party is able to pull together whatever prosecutor they have on their side. And I hope they're able to reasonably prove beyond a shadow of a doubt when they bring cases forward against certain people. And I hope this isn't the end of the line. And if Trump ends up, in fact, having to uh, be held guilty for his crimes, if they're proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, um, 
I hope that he is. I hope that he does. In fact, uh, I'm glad that he got arrested. And I'm glad that he's held accountable for his crimes. If we're able to go down the line and continue this process in the same mannerism, but maybe for those of harsher crimes. You know, I really don't have high hopes. I think the chances are zero that this is going to go really much in the right direction. But we can see reality. I think I'm not displeased, really, that Trump was arraigned today or whatever. Um, At first, I was kind of mad when I found out that he's going to be charged and all this stuff. But I'm like, what's really going to happen? He's still maybe going to be able to run for president. There is a slight chance that he could even win the presidency, even with the whole establishment completely against him. Um, Well, no, there's people for him and there are people who are not honest who are for him. And there are people who are. He he is falling in at the right time in in consideration. You know, Biden, uh, as per the American people, both Republican, Democrat, everyone alike, uh, he's he's failing everywhere. Um, He's under 40 percent in most columns. Um, and this is about the same um, popularity that Obama was at in 2016. And uh, it seemed the American people were ready for a change. Um, They're ready for something different. He'd be falling into a great scenario uh, in order to win the presidency in 2024. Um, and we have a man in office right now who can't complete multiple sentences in a row. Um, so if if it be the case that Biden were to run again and he's ran on the same legacy of Obama, um, I, I believe that Trump would be in a winning scenario. And maybe this is something they're after, you know, maybe politically they are motivated to try to take him out, you know, get him this felony quickly so that he can't run for office. Um, but then again, you know, if we were to go down this rabbit hole, then, um, I want to say that in the current polls, um, Trump is beating uh, Santos um, DeSantis. and uh, DeSantis in the uh, general, uh, the primary. Yeah. And um, that Santos is beating Biden in the general. Who's Santos? So, uh, DeSantis. Oh, Florida. DeSantis. Is- yeah, oh, okay. the governor. Um and that he's actually beating Biden in the general and Trump's down in the general. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they, if we hold any of these numbers with any grain of salt, then, um, then I can only think they're out to get Trump personally. Um, I'm just going to jump in right quick, guys, if you don't mind. Uh, How how are you guys doing for time? I I don't want to interrupt where you guys are having a great conversation. It's, uh, you know, it's really moving along. You guys don't have the gloves off. It's great. Um, But how are you guys doing for time? I'm good for another um, 36 minutes. All right. Uh, With that, then, I guess uh, what we should do then is we'll uh, go into our super chats and that uh, might spawn a little bit of conversation as well uh, in amongst what people are talking here. Um, Can we get a couple minutes for, uh, you know, just an exit for each of us? Is that possible? Sure. Uh, What we can do is we'll if you want to, we can wrap up our QA and then uh, with the discussion that happens there, we'll do uh, like a one to two minute closing uh, before we uh, close out the show, if that works for both of you. Sure. Yeah, that works for me. Awesome. All right. 
So uh, just a reminder, all the Super Chats uh, for this episode here are going to be donated. 100% of them are going to Worldwide Orphans. Uh, so uh, thank you, everybody, who has donated so far. Uh, that's great that we can all, you know, we might not agree on uh, the topics we're uh, having here tonight, but we can all agree uh, that this is for a good cause. So thank you, everybody, for donating. Uh, Samara Rayo, 499, sorry if I messed up your name. Thanks to Hake. Matt and Modern Day Debate, I want to see the legendary duo, namely J.F. Garipi, Garipi, I'm so sorry, and Brenton Lingle debate this topic. Can we make it happen? Uh, well, I can certainly check out these individuals, um, you know, but uh, we'll continue on from there. That's not really a question. Shout out to J.F. He'll be on uh, my show tomorrow on Caught in the Middle. And shout out to Brenton Lingle. He's been on Modern Day Debate a number of times. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I, I do recognize the names. I just, I wasn't sure if I yeah. was going to pronounce them properly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert for $10 in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, no. Oh, you're, he's getting me. He's getting me in the bad place. In Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. <laughs> go, pennies, go. Help the puny children who need you. Put the pennies in the helicopter. Ah. All right. I'm so sorry. Yes. Thank you for the super chats. They go to the orphans. Yes. True religion uh, is to help the orphans in their distress and the widows and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. People forget about that last part. Hey, even That's, as a pagan, we, we it, take care of our uh, children. <laughs> we need all the children taken care of for sure. Nice. Awesome. All right. Uh, continuing on. Uh, no, no more. No more impressions in the super chats there. All right. Uh, Mike Young, 499. I'm a black conservative and I stand with the great white hope, President Trump. And for the first time, we finally had a president who put America first. Any Indeed. thoughts on that? Totally agree, man. Thank you, Mike Young. I uh, didn't personally vote for Donald Trump, but my wallet felt better while he was president. All right. Uh, awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually. It was the one time that I did vote um, for one of the two parties. I did vote for Donald Trump in 2016, only as a vote against Hillary Clinton. But my wallet did feel better during his presidency, so I'm, I'm I can be happy about that. 2020, you didn't vote. Uh, 2020, I voted third party. And Which guy? I, I, honestly, I can't even remember the libertarian's name that went this time around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh we'll continue on. Brian Stevens for five dollars. Trump was the law and order president. Now <clears throat> this question's gotta get get something more pointed to the topic here. So I think we'll get into a little more back and forth here. Trump was the law okay. and order president. Would this apply to him too? What's the debate? Law and order for thee, but not for me. I like the rhyme. Hey, do you want to go first on this one? Sure, I'll go first on this one. This is a this is like a technical like they were dig went on a major fishing expedition. It may be a broken law with an asterisk. Every count reads the same. I'm told. Um, I heard that on Fox News, faux news, and they said, "Oh, this wasn't as as impressive as a, a set of charges as it seems as one might seem uh, assume based on the 34 charges." But no, Trump is a law and order guy. That's why he's uh, turned himself in. Um, and he is, uh, and these are obviously not law and order people. 
they're letting the crime go out of control in New York. And meanwhile, they're taking up all their time going after the greatest president. Now, the crime I'm going to bring up is obviously far more serious. It's ridiculously, infinitely more serious. However, I believe I remember a certain police officer using what they titled an illegal chokehold on an individual uh, during the Trump presidency. And uh, whether or not I agree that or disagree, there could be any such thing as an illegal chokehold when it comes to uh, doing your job, um, especially in those stressful situations like that. As a veteran, you know, sometimes things happen. Um, that being said, Trump was 100 percent in my in my memory. You could you could tell me if I'm wrong and I would believe you. I would uh, I would hold you at that. Um Trump was 100% in the officer's favor. He, he said, hey, you know, this officer did a great job on this day. And I want to say that he actually went down and met the guy and did a shout out to that police department and whatnot. Um, so even for someone to say he was a, a law and order president, uh, maybe there was some order upon that. But I don't remember the law being uh, being held in that one. Now, um I don't know which which specific case this was. I can't necessarily comment because of that. But I know that there was a supposed chokehold or maybe a seatbelt maneuver, which was which is okay, by Officer Daniel Pantaleo during the Obama administration, I think it was, um, in 2014 against Eric Garner, who was resisting arrest. He said, this ends today, and it ended that day. He was badly out of shape and he couldn't handle the stress. And he, I think he had a, died of a heart attack after the fact. But he was saying he couldn't breathe and he was on his stomach. It's hard to breathe when you're on the stomach and you're overweight like that. Um, even it's, anyway. Um, I don't know if Tr Trump honored that guy, Officer Pantaleo, but Black Lives Matter, who are not about justice and not about blacks or lives or life. Um, they were campaigning and campaigning and campaigning for that guy to be fired. And eventually they got him fired. And I think it was under um, that socialist mayor, Bill de Blasio, that they finally got that done. And what a shame. A lot of decent cops have been railroaded, driven away from their jobs. And crime has gotten more and more out of control with see, the unjust attacks on police. And, and see, I, I think that, I separate myself as a veteran from people of the law in America because they're supposed to be holding law against other Americans who have rights. We have our amendments. Yeah. We're proud of them. I support all of them. Um, we're proud of them. We're proud of having them. We're proud of having that freedom. And so when an officer um, does get out of line and does do something, uh, that endangers specifically when it ends up resulting in the life of another American citizen, um, taxpaying free American. Um, I, I think that they should be held accountable for those actions for sure. Um, they're responsible for other people's lives in the same, in a different way, a far different way than uh, the president. Um, and I know that it, in this specific instance, whether or not Donald Trump used campaign funds to pay for a hush note on Stormy Daniels 
if he broke the law, it you know, I would have to wonder maybe what else uh, he broke the law on. You know, well, this, they've been <laughs> they've been digging and digging and digging, and if this is all they found, then it's pretty ho hum. You know. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. A lot of people are alienated by police. And police have become the strong arm of the politicians who are not for our best interests. They enforced all kinds of yeah, they're certainly COVID politically rules. motivated in, in various areas for sure. Yeah, and and overprotective mama culture where they're arresting people for uh paddle boarding out during the virus all by themselves in the ocean. And they're getting arrested for stuff like this, or might be maybe kayaking, forgive me, but they're doing they're enforcing ridiculous uh yeah, I want to say it was what 17,000 people that were arrested while was it 22 or 26 cities had a curfew in America during the 2020 lockdowns and 17,000 Americans were wow. were arrested but I want to say it was less than like 200 of them that were actually convicted which means that officers were arresting these individuals bringing them in they were being, you know, booked, booked into a cell and whatnot, um, in ri ridiculous numbers, and then only a, a very small portion of them were uh, actually held to any sort of standard by the judicial system, which uh, would tell me that um, absolutely that uh, police were highly motivated um, politically to uphold bogus stuff that uh, the court system didn't even have uh, rules against yeah, built I mean, into we, it. We saw police kneeling with Black Lives Matter, of all things, a, a hate group that's smearing and, and maligning people without any evidence. And and we saw that um, Antifa, by and large, got away with a lot of their crimes or got off light on a lot of their crimes and then, a, and then a selectively enforced rules against uh, the January 6thers and the people who protested the unite the right rally in charlottesville virginia where um a woman got uh crashed into and she she ended up dying but what? the primary aggressors were the left and the media was not honest about it nor the politicians except for trump i don't think that it got um the uh media time uh the same amount of media time as as various um blm and antifa uh movements and, and whatnot but i do know here in florida there were a new number of incidents uh where it was uh definitely majority white crowds um where some things happened and and i want to say most of them were let off very light very lightly as well um i think that if they weren't they would have got a lot more media time out of that as well um and some things did get pretty out of hand um it seems like uh and a lot of these protests. Were you saying that, majority white Antifa just for clarity or majority uh, white? No, Trump the, supporters these going were these were hand? definitely these were a Trump supporting crowd. This was, you know, uh, people in uh, big, big pickup trucks and motorcycles coming in with their their flags of, of different types. Um, doing damage. Uh, there was some damage and there were a couple people injured in a couple of the incidents. Yeah, um, I believe the biggest one was in. Um, Daytona, Florida, um, and this was not for one of the Daytona whatever weekends where they just do this sort of stuff. And another one was um, 
when it looked like a lot of churches here in Florida were actually getting together and they were sending members of their churches. Uh, these are Christian churches, by the way, uh, to a protest in Tallahassee. I don't remember what it was about. I, I probably shouldn't even bring it up because I don't remember enough details. Uh, but they were sending people by the busloads to Tallahassee um, in overwhelming numbers. And um, there ended up being some damage there as well. Now, again, me and you spoke about this before. There could have been a 2% that infiltrated these numbers and got people riled up and some but bad shame stuff on happened. For, shame on anybody who got riled up and yeah. fell into the trap. Just like with January 6th, anybody who actually broke windows or moshed and fought with the police, they fell into a trap or even went into the Capitol when they, if, if they knew that they weren't supposed to. Um, and I agree that there are people who are going more for the Trump side, going more for the conservative side. But on across the board, a lot of people are poorly raised and emotional, easily caught up. Um, what's the word? Uh, you just do something off, off the fly, don't think, and just react. Spontaneously. Do Instinct. Some, yeah, just kind of irrational, act right. irrationally, act erratic. Uh, on many sides, there, there are people like that. And that's why I warn anybody who's, who's not for this attack on Trump. You're not going to get off lightly in general. Maybe maybe if you get away with it without much media attention, you will get away with it like what you in those cases that you mentioned. But no. by and large, you're not going to get away with it. And if if you get caught in that, accept that you did wrong. It may be unjust what's what's happening to you, but it just accept reality like Trump is accepting reality and you'll be fine. I want to throw a little um, monkey wrench in here. Uh, yeah, he a, one, a member that's uh, been with the show for a month here as member. Sorry, uh, moving away from like the uh, ethical and social aspect uh, and, and more into the economic. Uh, they had asked how much debt is uh, America in again, and thanks to who? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I believe that we're in $31 trillion in debt or something, something like that. Maybe it's 40 as of today. Who knows? It seems to go up two or three every single day. I remember Obama took it from like $10 trillion to 20 or so. I remember Bush brought it from like 3 to 10 or something like that. And Trump increased it. He was uh, in part trying to rebuild the military, but he did some social spending that I don't agree with. And then uh, Biden and increased some the spending. Every president, I believe, has increased the spending. And I think Trump really wanted to get on top of it. And maybe he could have helped turn the corner. But uh, I think we have like a fake propped up economy. I don't know much about the economy. I know that there are central banks that people don't like that. And they have reasons not to like it, like them. Um, not... It's not responsible. It's not uh, honest. It's not good Christian values. Um, I know that during ill-gotten gain. I, I probably shouldn't say I know because I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure that uh, just a number of months ago, our financial deficit had went up exponentially more over the last two something years, two or three years. Yeah. Um, then it had the three years prior to COVID. The year mm. of COVID, there's obviously going to be some ridiculous numbers. Um, overreaction. Overreaction, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I would say I, I would agree with that. Um, obviously, if people weren't going to be able to go to work, people did need to be able to to finance certain things. Um, but but that should have been direct money that didn't have any other political stuff involved with it. Um, that said, um, yeah, those numbers were definitely expounded. And uh, so minus that year of spending, I think the three years prior, I, I want to say, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know it's a significant increase in spending over the last two or three years um, over the last presidency, if you don't involve 2020. All right. I, yeah, um, I think the country's oh, kind of, I think that the country's kind of over. <laughs> I think that uh, we're on we're on a decline. This Trump indictment is a is a sign of that. The New York ju- jury, I don't really have high hopes for their integrity. There are a bunch of Trump haters in New York. They're not uh, the best people. But I know that may be offensive. But I don't. It, I it's what I believe, and uh, the economy is a mess, and everything's a mess. The people are a mess. Everybody hates one another in every circle. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with uh, everything you just said. I, I think it comes down to our, our two party system. Um, I think it comes down to uh, super PACs um, during uh, election cycles. Um, it comes down to what the media and what the media is willing to uh, show and not show and whose side they're on and how far they're able to push things. Um, I, I like to think that in general, um, generally speaking, people like you and I, who, uh, well, I'm not going to say that we don't get along, but people like you and I who might disagree on things, uh, various topics, um, generally speaking, are able to sit down and have a conversation Um without outside forces trying to flare said situation up. And um, I think that the media, uh, the political system, the judicial judicial system, everything, the economic system has all pushed um, in this direction for uh, people to hate one another and uh, keep us separated. Well, I say that the, I can't really blame the system I say that the worldly powers that be the people who are in in positions of worldly authority are a bad influence. But I think that I have to blame us for falling for the provocation and the temptations that they lay out for us. And uh, we have a JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson, I'm on his network, says that we have a religion of anger and emotions in the country and all sides are falling for it, including even the Christians, rather than a religion of truth, love, uh, logic, real love, not the emotional kind of fall for anything type of stuff. And that, I think that's the root is intellectualism, which is part of partly emotionalism, rationalizing evil. One's not academia. Evil. Everybody, everybody looking at other people and not themselves and getting better. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll continue on from there. And uh, I, I was going to uh, agree. Uh, I was going to agree with caught in the middle there that uh, I think you guys are an excellent example of uh, having a really productive conversation uh, 
as far as, uh, you know, you guys are being, you know, you're very friendly in this uh, discourse, which I think is really useful, uh, you know, in this sphere, which is good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got the angry Canuck. I was an angry Canuck earlier when I had my phone ran over at Canadian Tire. That's the most Canuck story you've ever heard. All right, so $5. Is that Canuck or Canuck? A Canuck or Canuck. I, I'm not sure how they want this pronounced, but uh, I, okay. I feel like this is a pretty Canucky story. <laughs> so <laughs> so angry... you're Canadian, Ryan? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that might explain a few things in the chat, right? It's late. It's late where I am right now, so I am a bit tired. I had band practice earlier. You know, it's... Justin uh, Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> male feminist maybe we can have that Terrible. discussion sometimes uh, sometime <laughs> or another uh, so the angry Canuck for 550 this was a misdemeanor the federal government refused to prosecute because it has no legs the case hinges on a person whose lawyer is in prison for extortion I think that lawyer's uh, still somehow making this a uh, media um, parade at this point you're talking about michael cohen michael cohen yeah he's in prison for extortion he was uh prosecuted for something for oh. something along the same lines yeah i didn't know that extortion but I, I didn't really pay attention to him i i know that trump called him a rat and i know that he turned turned on trump and uh people who turn on trump i don't really have a high opinion of them Although I still respect and appreciate a lot of the, all the people who are ex-Trump supporters, DeSantis guys. Yeah, we love one another. He's but on anyway. like a, a media parade right now. The Michael Cohen guy. <clears throat> uh, um. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. That's why, partly why I call this guy sort of shameless, this Alvin Bragg guy. And I hear that he's not the real brains behind this operation, this little uh, task that they're doing going after Trump. I think it's a big show. Um, and it's nice propaganda for both sides, really. So other than that, I don't think it really means much, truly. I'm sorry, Ryan. Can you repeat the question again real quick? Yeah. So I can try to say something on it. Yeah, that's no problem at all. So uh, I think the main point of the question is this was a mis uh, misdemeanor. The federal government refused to prosecute because it has no legs. The case hinges on a person whose lawyer is in prison for extortion oh true yeah yes okay so yeah i'm gonna fall back on what i said earlier I, I i don't remember the exact mechanics of it but i do know that hillary clinton was uh was fined um for something similar campaign fraud uh spending campaign money on the wrong stuff um i do know that hillary clinton was not our president hoorah um <laughs> when she was able to do that didn't make it to be president hoorah um but, uh, you know, if, if she was held accountable for it, I think Trump should be held accountable for it. I think that a lot more politicians should be held accountable for a lot more things. Um, but I, uh, I do think that Trump uh, should be arrested for it. I would like to go back and see if there are fingerprints or a mugshot for Hillary Clinton. I'm sure there's not. But... Um, if she was held accountable for it, I think Trump should be held accountable for it. And even if she were not held accountable for it, I think that Trump should be held accountable for it. But I just hope that things go better going forward. Um, I don't, I'm kind of with 
with Hake, or I don't believe they will because I don't trust the current system. I don't know how it gets fixed. Um, but yeah, it is. If it's brought down to a misdemeanor, which it likely will be, hmm. um, it likely will be brought down to a misdemeanor. They just got the <laughs> felony for the headlines. You're thinking? Yeah, I mean, what they're holding like, I think they're saying all 34 oh. things are felonies, right? But they're but what they're doing is what I called parsing earlier. The way I understand it is, like, say one of the crimes that they're allegedly saying is true, which if it's in true, if it, if it is true, he should be arrested for it it's on topic. But one of the crimes they're saying is they're they're saying that Trump signing the check and giving it to Michael Cohen was one felony. That Michael Cohen sending the invoice to Donald Trump and Trump receiving the invoice was a felony. That Trump receiving the email involving the invoice is a felony. Right. And they're they're saying five different things about for the same, the same exact felony. So if you take five of those away, there there could be more. I I, I was reading all this stuff because we had a very limited time coming into this discussion. Um, I was reading through this stuff and I know that I got to five that were for the exact same thing. And it was about a check being given to Michael Cohen. Um, and so I'm sure yeah. that if we were to go down this list, because I didn't even get to the conspiracy portions of it, that they're saying each one, some of these felonies are conspiracies to do this and conspiracy to do that. So I'm sure some of these fall into the same thing. So it's probably going to come down to like four charges out of the 34. Um and, and it's very likely they're going to be brought down to a misdemeanor unless this judge who has been letting people out of prison, who's been uh, letting people off of a lot of stuff during his time, um, uh, unless he holds, unless he tries to make an example out of Donald Trump, which would, I would believe, be a politically motivated thing, um, then, then, yeah, this is going to come out to be Four misdemeanors, two misdemeanors, one misdemeanor. I have a correction on uh, on Cohen. He's not the one who the angry Canuck. If I, if you don't mind my stepping on your toes a little, Ryan, the moderator. Um, okay. I see another super chat from the the angry Canuck in the in the live chat here. You can go for says, it. Says Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, so called Stormy Daniels, real name Stephanie Gregory Clifford's lawyer, extorted Nike, according to. Uh, the angry Canuck, and I believe that that sounds right. That sounds like something that I had heard as well. Oh, that's yeah, that's that going down that's a different true. path. Yeah, <sighs> it's not it's not Cohen who's the one who's extorted. Cohen did something like tax evasion or something like that. I don't know. Um, the rat, but yeah, Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, and Stephanie Gregory Clifford's uh, dirty film, dirty movie name, Stormy Daniels. Was they were both honored by West Hollywood over here. The, the gay capital of L.A. County, I guess. Um, and Avenatti turned out to be a not a decent or honest guy. I don't even think Stephanie Clifford's liked him after a while. People turn on one another. Evil people tend to turn on one another. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. Thank you, Angry Canuck. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice twist. I'm not sure if... Uh... If uh, Angry Canuck is actually a Canadian, but uh, but <laughs> he did uh, give Canadian dollars. 
Oh, okay, yes. Notice. Oh, so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Canadian dollars. You got, yeah, good attention to detail here. I'm trying to read through these as well and pluck a few other chats. But, yeah, uh, a, a, yeah. another, a, a person, um, Kajit Zero Ergo, um, E-R-G-O, um, actually brought up one of the points I was going to bring up earlier as well, that, you know, whether or not I care about, uh, he said the names here for me, um, Kathy McDougal, Stormy Daniels, and then there's a couple others that I don't remember the names of. Oh, Whether or not I, I, I think I, I care it about, uh, uh, it's in the chat. I think it says his doorman, Karen McDougal, Stormy Daniels. That's a pattern, is what it, I think. The, this the problem I felt. see in these incidents is that these women have admitted to willingly having intercourse with Donald Trump; that they were willing to do so. They kind of like to to tell a story that goes along with it, but they were very willing. This wasn't a uh, an aggressive thing Donald Trump was doing to them. Um, then then they accepted money thereafter, and they signed a contract saying they wouldn't talk about it. Um, and that's that that's not illegal. It's not illegal for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the campaign portion of it. Um, and and. Whether I believe that the campaign portion of it is very minute, I think that it's it's ridiculous, as I said at the beginning of the, the debate. I think it's very ridiculous that this is uh, the first thing that's being brought up against a, a former uh, president. And I think that's ridiculous that this is the first thing that we're, we're doing in court with a former president. I think it's very trumped up. But again, if, if it's a crime, it's a crime. But I, I do believe that a lot of what's being added to it as far as women's rights and women's advocates and different things that are being thrown into this logic, two women um, had intercourse, and there were others, but they're not they're, they're leaving things alone. Um, had if it's even true that they had willing intercourse with Donald Trump, I mean, that happens. That's 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 we do that sort of thing in life. All right. Well, I'm we'll, beginning. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish off there if you don't mind. Like a quick little uh, exit because I know uh, uh, you okay. were saying you got five more minutes there. Uh, I'm I'm good to go on for a little longer, man. Oh, it's okay. no problem. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the... I'm not like limited by by anything, but. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because uh, somebody in the live chat did say that the indictment is out and, you know, where I am a Canadian, I'm, I'm not so up on this stuff. So uh, we, we can go, we can look at that uh, if you guys have time uh, to have a look at it. But for now, let's, uh, we can continue through the uh, super chats. Um, let's I, I, see. Yeah. I, I honestly don't, you, you can search if uh, for the next super chat. I honestly don't really care. Awesome. What the indictment says, uh, I'm fine with hearing it out and being like, okay, who cares? Okay, who cares? Okay, this I may care a little bit about, or I can explain this, or I can say why this doesn't matter. But um, I don't know legalese, and a lot of this is legalese. And uh, it was a fishing expedition to get Trump. And I am beginning to think, I don't know much about history or anything, really. But uh, I'm beginning to wonder... If Richard Nixon was one of the good guys and uh, he was ousted for it and they just, I don't know, what a mess. 
it's a mess for sure all uh, right yeah we can continue with the super chats then uh, all right so uh yeah uh a sneaky canadians the angry canucks strikes again for five dollars and fifty cents oh, oh man the canuck. yeah he's he's striking again yes he's gonna he's gonna th- uh, chew through the uh the trunk of our tree here with those beaver teeth of the canadian canuck obama offered the a reuters journal bush lied and started a war of aggression neither indicted trump case relies on intent regarding a liar for profit i'm putting that in quotes because that's what they had done <laughs> yeah that's an interesting point i don't know that bush himself knowingly lied his whole intelligence community a bunch of liars so did they lie because they were yeah, saying that there that, was that turns into another Fauci situation. You know, if, if his intelligence community's given him bad information, he's he's forced to act on the information he's given. Yeah, it's it's uh it's like the whole establishment was lying. It wasn't Bush single handedly lying. Did Bush know that he was lying? And Bush is not this honest guy that I seek to defend. He was he turned on Trump and he became a a, a total rhino and maybe he was a rhino from the start. And yeah, he was a start. rhino from the start. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I um, I think that there is a lot of selective enforcement and outrage against Trump, and they're they're going after him for some rink-a-dink thing when they really hate him for real stuff that are his good points. And and, and on 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 what he said with uh, Bush and uh, Obama, you know, I, I'm sure these guys likely committed some crimes and uh i don't like either of them so maybe that's feeling maybe i'm just saying i feel like they committed some crimes and maybe that's yeah. that's that's not based on fact um however i would say that it is factual that uh hillary or i dare say killery clinton did commit some crimes um and i know that the next thing we know that if uh Trump bounces this uh, this case off. Um, that the next thing they're going for him is uh, Mar-a-Lago, and um, some some files classi- which classified documents. Right. There's also um, an election interference thing, which right. he was calling for election integrity. Somebody asked me about the eleven thousand votes. And Find me the eleven thousand votes. He was calling for election integrity, and but people I don't, think, oh, he's interfering. I can't say that I know the law um, on it, but I believe there is something in place where a president has the right to classify and declassify certain documents um, as a seated president while you're in office. So in some instances, whether or not he had some files in Mar-a-Lago, unless we know what they are and unless I know more about the actual law, it would look like he was still within his grounds to have files there but we do know of a former secretary of state uh and by the vice name president of, by the name Biden. of hillary clinton and vice president yeah. um who admittedly had documents in places they shouldn't and one of them even went as far as to say that she took a hammer or had her people take hammers to things cell phones and servers and in her private spin. home admittedly did it in public like this is all public information this isn't anyone making things up this all happened and uh but now we're gonna try a, a former president who had some authority with some documents 
we're going to attempt to try him on for the same behavior. And I, and I, I don't believe that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Trump is not a politician. He didn't have the establishment with him. He didn't even have his own deep state with him, if you will, like his entrenched, uh, you know, executive department was against him in many cases, including uh, some of his own staff turned on him, whom he hired with Senate approval in many cases. The Senate are a bunch of rhinos, but he's he's not he's not a uh, sneaky type of conniving type of person. At least he doesn't come off that way, whereas these other politicians like Obama, Hillary, uh, Biden seem to be and they have uh, workers on their side and they have these this plausible deniability on stuff that they did that looks shady. Whereas Trump was just like he had the, he used to be the boss of his own company. He used to he would keep things as keepsakes and he would tear stuff up and throw it in the toilet or whatever. And he was just a normal type of a guy who did stuff his way wasn't like this jump through hoops rules. I'm not sure as much about Trump as normal. I'd, I'd like to hold him up there a little little higher, but normal in the sense that he's uh, a real guy and he's not. A conniving in his methods and practices he's just has his way of doing things okay and he's not he's not gonna listen to you have to do this 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 right because he's the boss and yeah. uh so dc runs in a different way and so these guys can skate and they can catch him on iffy things i guess yeah all right uh, let's carry on there. Um, let's see here. Uh, angry Canuck. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for helping those orphans out, Canuck. Let's go, man. Yeah, yeah keep exactly. Them coming. Yeah, exactly. I might do another impression or something if he keeps this up. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Angry Canuck, 550. My goodness, stop losing your place. All right. Hillary destroyed public records and allowed an attack on an embassy. Pelosi used her position for financial gain. Biden extorted a foreign prosecutor. Mm. A yeah, lot. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people there in the audience that are are saying, you know, hey, where's the debate? These these guys just keep agreeing, and you know, Hake doesn't believe that Donald Trump should be arrested. I do believe that he should be arrested. We just agree on a, a lot of different things uh, that are going on there. Um, but again, I, I believe he should be arrested. I just don't think he should be the last one. And I don't think he should have been the first one. But I, I, I don't think that this will be the last attack on Trump or anyone else who's who's for what's right. And they're going after him because he's for what's right. He's for the country. He's, he's, for, he's a law and order guy. And then they're pretending to be the before law and order against him. <laughs> which which was it? The Republicans just took the House, right? Was yeah, I think so. Yeah, the House. Yeah. So the, they, we have the Speaker of the House is Kevin McCarthy. Yep. Yeah, and we're um we're seeing a lot more uh uh what they call them these these they keep bringing people in like from the Twitter and uh. TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, what are they? About. They're not. They're not called briefings though. Where they're actually like uh, hearings. Hearings. Yeah, they're bringing all these people in for hearings. It looks like we're getting a lot more action. Uh, our, our, not, I'm not going to say we because I don't want to attach myself to the Republican Party. We're getting but, more talk, not a lot of action. 
more sure. talk. Yeah. <laughs> they did a lot of talk with Obama. We had Trey Gowdy talking tough with Obama and the administration, but he ended up being just a Fox News talking head. So I don't, I really don't have, I hope that you're not putting your hope in things getting better. I hope that you can be at peace with things not getting better and uh, just accept reality. <laughs> I, I like to hope that America will get better, but I, 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 I am a bit pessimistic for sure. Uh, and more than a bit, I'm more than a bit pessimistic about it. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that we look at our own lives and, and if we get upset about, what's going on in politics and then we're ignoring our own lives getting becoming a mess and pointing out the evil of the democrats or the evil of the rhinos or maybe trump did something wrong or not um and forget ourselves we're only going to get worse and we're only going to get continued to be suckered by uh phony people phony politicians phony whatever and continue to get ourselves in unnecessary trouble in life which is going to only bring more misery yeah, yeah it definitely breeds uh breeds hate that's for sure yeah terrible all right well we continue on from there uh let's see uh that was the end of the super chats but i did have a couple other ones that i pulled from the uh the live chat there uh so if anybody has let's any go. uh other super chats they want to fire in there where these fellows are talking i i think they're both good to stay for a little bit longer am i correct on that gents Yes. All right. Yeah. Awesome. As long as these guys are helping the orphans, let's go. Help the orphans, please help the orphans. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I can't do my I can't do a Kermit impression because guys it, and gals it turns, and gals. Yeah, I was gonna say it turns into a Jordan Peterson impression and. It, it just goes all over the place. It's it's bad. It's kind of like when I try to do a British accent and my wife is like, oh. It's so inconsistent. She's like, you're Irish, you're Australian. Like, just stop nice. trying to act. <laughs> but it's entertaining. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're having a good time. This is a great conversation, fellas. Um, so, uh, doctor... Not like you guys have the Second Amendment to change anything or anything. So, you got to just learn to love it. This is where this is where <laughs> the direction we're going, Hake. I don't really even believe the Second <laughs> Amendment is our protection. It's like a spirit. Yeah, the Second Amendment is a good thing physically to have. But spiritually, we're just weak and hollowed out. So we don't have the strength of spirit, that, which Trump displays, is, which is why they hate him so badly. Um, and so we need to get that back. Yeah, we can talk individual. about Trump and the Second Amendment for a couple of minutes if you guys want to hash yeah, that if, out. If the people want to hear me and Hake disagree much more in the future, we'll, we'll do something on uh, religion or... Uh, Something along those lines. I'm sure, we can find a topic there that, that we we can both uh, speak on nice. a bit more. Sure. Yeah, we can arrange something. Um, we it, we had a different debate topic all the way up until uh, last night slash earlier today. Uh, we were going to go on, and I think it would have been a little little bit more fiery. Um, but this is where we landed, and I'm I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, this has been fun. Uh, I was going to say it's it, there's nothing wrong with uh, you know elevating discourse uh, when it, especially when it comes to this sort of thing because it's it's you know it's it's literally on fire right now you know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. speaking of that, Matthew, what do you think of my my take that they exploit the um, fair-minded rationalism of white men like you who are honorable, 
uh, rules following military type guys who um, you think that this is a fair thing and that it should continue. But uh, what do you think of my take that they're exploiting that fair mindedness? And so you get sucked into the weeds of rather than see the big I think picture. you seem to see the big picture. But I, I think that when I've allowed myself to fall um too far into this i go into a state of mind like you were kind of talking about earlier where uh you know i end up in a position of either hate towards various things um i I bring some of this into my life that i I don't want it i don't want to be there um and so that ends up putting me down a a deep rabbit hole of various uh conspiracies and um that only darkens my life uh by exponentially it darkens my life exponentially and uh i have to think i have to believe that in my mind there are still enough people both right and left that can find some sort of common ground if there's somebody i don't know who you know because everybody seems to hate everybody nowadays i don't know who but I'm hoping that at some point we we're able to get someone that's able to to get people to be rational on both sides. That's a very bipartisan type president. Uh, whether they have to align with one party or the other just to get into office, because we know we we don't elect third parties in America any longer. You know, Abe Lincoln seems to be the last one of those. Um. So so I don't know. You know, I think it's. You made a good point that uh, you get sucked into seeking after knowledge about what's going on, deeper and deeper knowledge, and it has less and less. And to you do get with, flat earthers. Yeah, it has less and less to do with your life, and it has less to and less to do with reality. It gets into speculation. I had a young lady call my show. I host a show Monday through Friday, who got into information from the FBI about um, aliens and. Uh, deals different deals and how the evil people who are controlling the government are being controlled themselves and it has nothing to do with to do with her real life and this this attack on trump really has very little to do with us we don't have to really worry about it yeah yeah i I had actually had a a crazy story today i actually spoke to my um, therapist earlier today ptsd army stuff and um, I was telling my therapist because I was telling him about tonight's debate, you know, and he, he'd actually watched uh, our previous uh, conversation discussion. And I told him about the debate topic. He's a, a deep far right individual. He, he loves Donald Trump. Referring to uh, me. No, no, no. My, my therapist. Oh, okay. my therapist is very far right. He loves oh, Donald nice. Trump. Um, he's he actually said that uh, he's not allowed to talk about it or they don't talk about it anymore in their church. But. Their church actually financed people from their church going to uh, J6. Wow. Uh, so he, he was very nice. open about that. So anyways, um, I was telling him, you know, he was kind of asked me a similar situation, you know, well, Matthew, you know, sort of a similar question line. And uh, I explained to him, like, look, Doc, at one point, my life was like, in fact, I was infatuated with uh, this island of this individual that unalived himself. And uh, various politicians and business owners uh, on both sides, both sides, Republican and Democrat. Uh, 
and everybody in between. Um, yeah. And I thought that that island had become a, and maybe I still do think deep inside of me, maybe that island had become like a Aztec sacrificing kind of place. Yeah. Um, I had placed, uh, I'm not sure if we're allowed to say his name on air because I know he's been banned, but uh, uh, Alex, I'm not going to okay. say his last name. Yeah, I know that he put out video footage of uh, politicians, CEOs, corporate business owners, and bohemian, bohemian something, Rose. Um, mm-hmm. worshiping Rose. a statue together. Yeah, 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 worshiping a statue <laughs> and uh, whatnot. And um, we know that a lot of these same people that were pro- proven to be there were also on this island. And so, yeah, my life had had got sucked into this. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, I've, I've, it had nothing I've, and it really had nothing to do with you it had nothing to do with my life yeah yeah and uh i had to find my way out of that and um i, I i'm really on a quest um uh, with my channel caught in the middle uh to try to find common ground with everyone anyone i'm bringing on flat earthers i'm bringing on uh far right capitalists you know people that everyone uh or not everyone uh people disagree with highly mm-hmm. um and uh, I'm trying to have these conversations and, uh, you know, I want to see maybe I'll change my own middle ground at some point. Who knows? But, you know, you know, you mentioned Trump's tweets uh, alienating uh, angry people, the the two percent of of people across the board. I I really personally loved Trump's tweets. And I I thought that he was correct when he called himself a unifier. I saw him as a man of of love, really. Pushing a, a manly version of love, not this mama type of fake love that enables evil, but a, a, a man of love who's for correction and for what's right and also tough. And uh, that was in one of the encouraging things. And he um, helped bring a lot of people, people back to Christianity, um, which is really uh, nice and inspiring. So I see him as a, a, a good example in the world and in America. He definitely appealed to a big audience. And he definitely still appeals to a big audience. He still has a, a vast following. And um, I would say that some of them are not so good. They, they're they a bit extreme, um, infatuated even. Yeah. And I don't think that's the the right way to, to do things. I don't think there's any middle ground with someone who's infatuated with another. Um, but he does have a vast following. He did appeal to a, a big audience. You're never going to appeal to everyone. Um, I, I do think that he missed he missed some people there, though, for sure. And and maybe they, you know, in your opinion, I'm sure they weren't the right people. Um or maybe the people with the wrong mindsets or that don't want to improve or, you know, various things. But, but I, I know that he missed a, a big audience for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't mind that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, we can uh, move the discussion along a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> you know, and even though I'm Canadian, uh, I, of course, you know, I uh, will say, you know, uh, especially with relation to this next question, we're going to address, you know, thank you for your service, Matthew. Uh, you know, that's always 
uh, something that's good to <laughs> extend there. Nice. Uh, you know, everybody gives some love in the live chat there. So uh, the question is, President Trump signed a law that makes it easier for the Department of Veterans Affairs to fire employees for wrongdoing and adds protection for whistleblowers in the Veterans Affairs. Uh, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, I was going to, I guess, kind of uh, where we could launch off from there is, uh, you know, depending on where you guys see uh, the country going, uh, who do you think is going to be better on these issues? Um, I, I can say this. Uh, I I put off uh, seeking any help uh, from the VA, Veterans Affairs. I left the military 2012, um, and I dealt with various physical and mental things uh, as a man, being a man. Um, working my, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week and doing my thing as a father um, for over five years. And then in 2016, I uh, finally decided to utilize the uh, VA. And um, I went through a long, arduous process. I'm speaking about myself as an individual here, by the way. Um, however, I do have uh, hundreds, if not thousands of uh, veterans that I associate with from my time in the service. Um, and they all experienced the same sort of ordeals. 2016, it was a long, arduous affair to get into the VA system, to get any sort of help. Um, getting appointments was was crazy. Um, actually, here in Florida, um, in Gainesville, Florida, uh, home of the University of Florida, Florida Gators, shout out to them. Um, uh the VA there was actually one of the VAs held accountable for allowing one or a number of veterans uh, to go on without help, without care for so long. They actually died in the process of uh, not getting care. Um, and then I noticed a huge difference personally with my experience with the VA around beginning around 2018 ish. All of my appointments got quicker um uh, my care got better um it seemed like the doctors were a lot more responsible with the decisions they were making for me um i know that several uh va doctors and officials were fired that year uh from that specific va hospital i know this because I, i'm it's a place uh near to me um and so I can say that my personal experience with the VA w went beyond expectation at that point. Um, I'm very fortunate to have gotten in with the doctors I needed then that are still around today, uh, personally. Um, so, and I, I, all of the people that I serve with that have sought help, um, are having the same experience at this point. Um, so I, I do know that the difference in VA care between our previous uh, president uh, prior to Donald Trump and Donald Trump was, it was better. It was, it was way better personally. That's, that's my impression too. I, I know I didn't pay a lot of attention to what was going on, but I knew that ETSD was becoming more and more of an issue a lot of, I mean, men just aren't made the same anymore. We don't have uh, functional families. We don't have men who are 
who are manly, who raise their boys to be men, and the schools are treating boys and girls to be act more like girls and sit still and all that stuff. And I know that under Obama in 2014 or 2015, there was a VA scandal under that Asian guy who was head of VA. Yeah. I don't know if it was that guy's fault, but the culture was very corrupt and incompetent. I think those things, both corruption and incompetence kind of go hand in hand. And Trump, even in his campaign, he, I remember he boycotted a whole uh, debate and did a fundraiser instead for the veterans. And I saw it as kind of like a political stunt, sort of. But I also know that he cares about men and manly work, like cops and wor working men and even union guys and uh, military men. And he's always uh, cared about stuff like that. And a lot of men get railroaded, false accusations. He was suffered from it. Mike Tyson has suffered from it. Um, and so I know that he cares a lot about that. And he's a he projects competence and confidence. And I think it, even though everybody is responsible for themselves, it also comes from the top down. When you have a man of competence and action and responsibility and accountability at the top, then uh, people kind of fall in line. And I don't know if it's because of Trump, but I just think that that principle is true, regardless of whether that was a local thing, a local fix that happened, that just happened to happen under you, for you, Matthew. Or yeah. if it was from the president on down. Yeah, yeah I have friends uh, pretty much across the country, even in a couple different countries at this point. And, uh, but all the ones in country, um, I can't think of one uh, that, that uh, had as bad of experiences after, uh, I'm going to say around like 2018-ish uh, with the VA as they had uh, prior to prior to that um and i actually started seeing more uh like vietnam veterans people of uh older generations um yeah. finally making it in and finally getting care um that was actually one of the things that kept me from uh getting care for so long and even utilizing the va i have three three pieces of shrapnel on my left side and uh i didn't want to be seen for that hmm. um because when I went into the first VA to be seen, uh, to be rated for disability stuff, there were Vietnam veterans that were actually in line ahead of me. And I couldn't, I couldn't stand that. I couldn't stand the fact that I'm looking at a man with no leg and, yeah. and I'm going to get in line with him. Right. And I went, I went home that day and I, I, I felt couldn't, like he didn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I'm seeing a lot of these guys getting getting care. Um, they started getting care around 2018-ish, 19-ish. I started seeing a lot more of them at the VA. Um, so it seems like a lot of them were brought in the same way. Well, there's another guy who who moderates Modern Day Debate named Kaz. Mm -hmm. He hosts a channel called Atheist Edge and yep. I sometimes appear on the after shows. He um, did a fundraiser recently for a guy who was in one of the Middle Eastern countries mm -hmm. and they had these burn pits. Yeah. That were yeah. I was involved with some of that. I got all wind. my paperwork in. Yeah. They're upwind of where they have to train and breathe hard and they're breathing yep. in all of this burning trash and, and feces yep. and whatever else. And these guys are getting cancer and, and sick. It's kind of like the nine 11 uh, stories where these guys are getting long-term diseases suffering from uh, stuff that they had to deal with. 
And uh, in some in one guy's case, the guy Kaz's friend, veteran friend, he can't even prove his identity to them. Like to this day, he's not able to get funding or help and he hasn't been able to work or 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 anything. So this is a veteran a or he's a veteran. Yeah. Oh, wow. Burn, burn like victim. like they're saying he wasn't even uh, wasn't there or yeah, wasn't affiliated even... or or what? Yeah, uh, according to him, this is what I heard him say on the introduction to Kaz's stream over on yeah, Atheist he, he, Edge. All of our um, uh, DD-214s, that's your uh, paperwork that you get when you're leaving the military to show whether you know, if you're honorably discharged, dishonorably, whatever, honorably discharged uh, and whatnot. Generally speaking, it, it specifically says, you know, combat or shown in theater uh, whether it's uh, OIF or OEF or, you know, whatever the, the label was at the time, whatever operation it was at the time, our paperwork generally shows that. Um, I know that some people were having issues um, after reenlistments um, with their what they did after their reenlistment showing up or what they did after their they would extend their contract specifically for a tour. In Iraq, I know that some people were having issues or complications with that showing up on their DD-214. Mm. But um, a lot of that seems to be corrected now. And a lot of that seems to be because all of it's electronic now. And um, those records seem to have come together pretty well. I don't know anyone having trouble on my end um, with with getting that process right now. Yeah. I mean, they, they pretty much... He was Kaz was doing a GoFund Kaz was doing a GoFundMe over on the Atheist Edge channel that I yeah maybe appeared I can, on a fundraising debate maybe I can get a hold of the guy and maybe I can help him through a process or or get him with uh, somebody who can yeah because awesome. that's what it's going to take people are going to have to take care of themselves and one another because the government's kind of not looking after after us yeah <laughs> it's a shame yeah I feel very very strongly about veteran stuff and Hillary Clinton. So it's easy to get me. You get call me her Hillary. Do you believe that she killed people? That she was I believe part that, of the Clinton body I, count? Is I, that real? I, 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 I won't go into that side of it, maybe. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, Benghazi, Benghazi specifically, I, I hold her uh, very accountable for, for Benghazi. Um, you, you, you see that as, I would assume that you see that as incompetence and like dereliction of duty type of thing. Yeah, yeah 100%. Purposeful. Not purposeful letting them die, but just. I mean, if I got into some a deep conspiracy, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I might think that she let them let them be unalived. Yeah. Um. But uh, maybe but we don't know. But we don't yeah. know. But I, yeah. I do hold her very accountable. Uh, for not having taken action. Um, you know, when action was offered, you know, I, I hold her very accountable for that. You mentioned Fauci. Fauci thought that her performance of what difference at this point does it make? He actually sent her an email congratulating her on that day, saying, uh, you did a great job. I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah. <laughs> Phony Fauci. Yeah. Terrible. Fauci. That's a good name. <laughs> I like awesome. some of the nicknames. <laughs> that, as I say, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the nicknames, the rhymes, everybody. If you're gonna rhyme in the live chat, then you know, I might read your I might read your stick. The other thing is, uh, if you are in the live chat right now, and I see that there's quite a few of you still hanging around, uh, I, I know that uh, some of you might have wrist problems like me because you play guitar, but like 
as you can see, we're streaming right there. And it only takes like, oh, oh, the, the pain. Oh, oh, I hit the like button. See, that wasn't so hard. All right, so the rest <laughs> of you can do that. That'd be awesome. And uh, I'm just going to ask uh, you fellows, one of the hot topics that we actually had on, uh, I've seen all over social media today, and I've seen in the live chat, um, but the uh, the pictures of Trump in court and uh, the aspect of the mugshot, is this helping uh, his potential run, or uh, if he is running, I'm, I, I'm not up on that. So uh, is this helping him more? So I, I think was I a think really hot in, topic today. I think that in 2016, um, one of the things that helped Donald Trump win the presidency was that he was on he was in front of the media every single day. The news could not come off of Donald Trump. There were a hundred different things going on in America at various times, but the news was consistently on Donald Trump, and like without any effort people who don't even know who the current presidential runners are which i'm not sure how many of those there are but when they get up to the poll and they're voting for their governor on the same ticket or they're voting for this senator or house member or whatever and the person whose name they hear the most they're more likely to check that box to, <laughs> yeah. to put a to click it or check it or mail it in or whatever they do with their vote at this point um and he he was on air every single day so, of course, right now, we're going into the 2024 election at some point. Like, very soon, people are already beginning to uh, campaign. And it looks like Donald Trump is going to be on headline news every single day. And they're talking about this case going on for well over a year. The first one we're on right now um, for well over a year. And I, I think that what hurt Donald Trump you know, ranging in the 2020 thing beyond, you know, we could talk about fraudulent stuff and all the various aspects we might get into. But what did hurt him going into that is the media did not have him portrayed every single day anymore. They were talking about, you know, COVID. They were talking yeah. about COVID and uh, they were talking about various other things. And uh, so Donald Trump was not on the headlines every single day. Um and uh, so, of course, I think we're going into a situation where at the end of the Obama cycle, um, a vast majority or a large portion of America uh, was ready for a change. They didn't like the direction we were going. Um, they were willing to uh, take a chance on this uh, non-politician. Um, and uh, that was on the media page or uh, on the media front every single day of the week. No matter what time of day, you could you could check in your news at three in the morning if you worked overnight. And Donald Trump was mainstream. And I think we're going into that again. I think America is ready for a change once again. I think that uh, no one seems to be happy uh, on the right or left at this point. And uh, Donald Trump, again, is at the forefront of the mainstream news. He's everywhere. And uh, I think that that's going to end up helping him go into this cycle for sure. You know. I think that this will help him because he knows how to handle it. Um, if any mugshot comes out, I don't know if there was one. I don't, I, I've heard that if, even if there were one, we would be unlikely to see it. I've heard that there were fake mugshots circulating the internet. Um, but the pictures of him in court, he looks uh, appropriately serious. And, and um, quite interestingly, or not interestingly, 
um, confidence inspiringly energetic. This guy, he's getting up there in age, not unlike Biden, but he has his energy and he has his ment he seems to have his mental faculties quite well. Um, and so good for him if he uh, continues in the race, which I'm quite sure he will, then I think that he has a shot, even though he has the whole social media establishment, the whole mainstream media establishment, uh, many, most of the rhino Republicans, which is most of the Republican Party, and then he has some snakes for him, but um, and all of the Democrats against him. But I think that uh, people will maybe see again the overreaction to him, and then they'll see the man being his normal, ordinary, straightforward, um, maybe rough around the edges for some people's tastes, his normal, real guy self. And uh, it'll it'll help him in the eyes of some, and he'll come out ahead in life, irregardless, which is not a word, of the smears on him, which I see this uh, legal thing on him as a smear. All right. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I will just remind everybody uh, if, if they uh, look off over to the side of me here. DebateCon 3.0 is coming up, and it's going to be at Fort Worth at Texas, April 22nd. I'm not going to be there, and I can't get to you know, WWE on this because uh, I don't want to get any copyright strikes. I'm, I'm really into the impressions. Of Shout out to Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. I, I did a lot of partying there while I was in the uh, Army. <laughs> Went right, from nice. Fort Sale to there. Nice, By nice the way, trip. I don't know if this debate con will meant will have any flat earth debates, but shout out to the flat earthers. There's many flat earthers in my audience, and we love the flat earthers. If we love anybody, it's clear it's ob it's an obvious globe. But uh, you've really been uh, having it out with those guys recently. <laughs> I have. Well, I hope you saw the exchange we had last night because that was also very amicable and it was pleasant and refreshing, just like this conversation. So, uh, right on. Yeah, it's this has been great. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're if you're in the live chat right now, uh, if you put even in just uh, ninety nine cents, uh, we can keep the conversation going. If uh, you have something to contribute to our conversation, um, we're gonna move on to our last question as for right now. Uh, so if this is it, that's it. Uh, Palmo three sixteen at Modern Day Debates. Question for Hake. Hake, you said the country is in decline. Could you be specific in what that means to you? Well, as the great, if a, if any woman is great, Ann Coulter wrote in her book, Adios America. She pronounces it Adios America. Uh, with the immigration the way it is and the birth rates the way they are, we have a bunch of useful idiots, if you'll forgive me for using the term, um, voting for the self-destruction of the country uh, for a bribe, basically for free stuff, for feeling sorry for false victims, for phony, emotional propaganda and intellectual propaganda. So those are, we have the, the children being brainwashed in both the public and private schools nowadays. Um, I don't know if that's specific enough, but we have a religion of, of emotion, of anger, as JLP says, Jesse Lee Peterson. And so 
uh, both the right and the left, so-called right and the left and the whites and the POCs are a bunch of backbiters and infighters and snakes who uh, they're never they're never going to unite around what's right. So the country's not going to get better. And the men are the men are weakened greatly and not being men. So it's it's pretty bad. Hey, I As JLP says, getting us all out anyways. He says all the wrong people are being put in the right places to destroy America. And so, yes, yeah, I hope that's that's close enough to uh, specific for that person. Thanks for the question. Yeah. And, and... <laughs> to, to add something there with with what uh hake was saying you know we're, we're in this uh certain area right now as well where our current administration is uh actually hiring people in for what seemingly just to have the first of something not to have the most qualified individuals yeah. but to have the first um it's it's a huge appeal to various audiences um but i think that those people are beginning to see through this i, I think that a lot more of them are becoming unhappy with uh current affairs people are beginning to see changes in their wallets their wallet sizes um especially in the energy department um everyone's electric bills are uh skyrocketing um <clears throat> gas prices again i hear is supposed to go up again and, oh, and yeah, this is all to have here how dare i as well i'm so sorry to cut you off but uh my mic was off again so anybody in the live chat 99 cents uh if you want uh we're gonna read out any super chats uh, to keep the conversation going but if not this is our last uh conver our, our last uh uh, chat that we're gonna have here, and then we're gonna guys. Close let's out. feed those orphans, man. Let's get those kids some <laughs> get those kids some food, man. Let's get them some shelter. Let's go. Get the pennies in the helicopter. That's right. All right, all right. Shout the chopper. That's right. I can't say helicopter. That's not. That's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. I'll let you fellas keep uh, keep going there. Um, I did have one other question that I I, I did pull from the live chat. If you wanted to uh, kind of discuss it. Uh, it was uh, more related to uh, we were talking about the Second Amendment uh, there a little bit about kind of like preservation for, you know, versus the two parties where you are representing left and right. Um, you know, uh, moving up one, somebody in the live chat had mentioned about uh, preservation of the First Amendment uh, and canceling speech, cancel culture um, in particular. So what would be your gentleman's thoughts on given this climate that we're in and where we're going with this whole uh charging here uh with uh, donald trump what would be your thoughts on who is being more guilty of this uh, type of cancel culture or an infringement uh, potentially on that first amendment i think that donald trump was allowing companies to run themselves because because we're a capitalist uh, economy and so he was allowing companies to run themselves the way they saw fit um and then if you didn't like the platform, you were more than welcome to leave the platform or whatever it was and go to a different one and go do something else. Uh, for instance, you didn't see him uh, bringing up the Facebook allegations 
Uh, you didn't see him bringing up these different social media platforms very much, um, unless he was talking about himself personally. Um, <clears throat> you've seen a lot of this thereafter. So I, I would have to be, unfortunately, and I mean that, sort of, um, in Donald Trump's corner on this one. I, I, I didn't see as much cancel culture uh, during the uh, Trump administration. I'm seeing a lot more now, um, but you know, people have Elon Musk and Twitter, um, <clears throat> and and so I mean, ho hopefully that that helps with my opinion there. I, I definitely see that uh, cancel culture is everywhere now. Seemingly, there there doesn't seem to be a, an avenue you can look down without more cancel culture, but it's also looking like because we're in a capitalist economy. Uh, a fake free market, quote unquote. Um, it looks like other companies are beginning to to slack off a little bit because they see that uh, a lot of people have ran to uh, Twitter, and um, a lot of people are only using Twitter now, and uh, they're losing money because of it, and uh, they're not going to be able to make that money up without uh, opening up their doors a little bit. Yeah, I think that Elon Musk is a is a net positive for the world bringing um some freedom back to twitter a little bit at least not complete um he wouldn't let that one eight guy aj i won't say his full name back on because of his child but uh i cut yeah. him slack for that i i like trump and i think that he's a man and men allow one another to express themselves whereas we have this mama spirit culture where you don't say anything mean and especially if it's true. And so let's ban anybody who thinks for himself or herself or who um, is right wing, too far right wing or too into the white thing or too effective like AJ and like other people who are popular who have been banned. Too far uh, into almost anything. Stefan Molyneux, for example. Yeah. Um, so that that culture has bred where we even have right-wingers wanting to be like, oh, get him off of there. He should be banned. And that's that's revenge. That's not right. As the great based Jordan B. Peterson said, <laughs> if you, I may be using the term loosely, but he said, if you don't have your freedom of speech, what else do you have but, but evil to do evil? It, you know, many, many people in their irrational, angry mind will do evil. Like people are committing acts of terrorism. People are doing acts of violence. They're getting more and more extreme because they're shut out of the conversation. Whereas Trump and uh, people who speak their minds, whether we agree with it or not, can move that or expand that, what they call the Overton window of acceptable discourse. And I like phony world. I personally like the idea ideology that if people are saying how they feel, they truly feel, yeah, and saying what they truly mean, then it gives people uh, more of an idea of what it is that they're voting for. It gives them more of an idea of what they want to be affiliated with or not affiliated with. And it, it it's just like what's supposed to happen in a free market society, where if I don't like what this business stands for, this specific business, you know, whether it's I don't like that they change the channel during the national anthem or I don't like that they cook pork. You know, that's to hit one from from both sides. 
uh, then I can go to the next business down the road. The next business is going to get the next business is going to get my money, and that business is not. And at the end of the day, one of the two businesses is going to uh, prosper, and the other one's not. Um, or each will appeal to a different audience, and they'll both prosper. Um, one of the two things, and I think it gives people truthful options, um, honest options, um, on who they should uh, affiliate themselves with, or who they should endorse, who they should uh, like or dislike. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I don't blame blacks, for example, for distrusting this the so-called Republican Party or or whites and thinking that they're racist because whites have been brainwashed to self-censor and be afraid and be afraid of being called racist so they won't tell the truth as they see it or speak their minds and uh so there's no truth coming up towards the blacks and the blacks are seeing the whites are scared and looking all suspicious so uh what else do they have but to continue um believing the lie of racism for example and so people just get more and more divided because uh people who know better are too weak to say it so it's a shame self-censorship is what a mess see if people want to hear us disagree we might be able to hit something in along (laughs) those lines even though i'm I'm sure we're still going to find some common ground because it's just a habit of mine but we could probably find some areas of disagreement there if people want to see us disagree on something (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we definitely can have you fellows uh back on to have a conversation about uh some other various topics. I can send you an email uh, after we close out here. Um, you are Canadian. <laughs> I heard that a boat. <laughs> a boat. Right on. Yeah, Shout out to the Canadians. That's well. That's why my impressions go all to uh, all the heck. I'll say just for the sake <laughs> of not getting t- <laughs> into trouble here. So uh, Mike Young uh, had asked uh, for a dollar ninety nine. Uh, Ryan, can you do shout a- out to that dollar ninety nine? Shout out for the feed the children. 99. A, a Sean Connery impression. No, I cannot. I cannot. Um, but yes, you will give to the live chat. Um, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. All right. That I, wasn't I, bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, you know, <laughs> I might have Kermit down and a couple other ones, and I can move into Jordan Peterson because I'm Canadian and he talks a little bit like <laughs> this. Um, that's about it, you know, um, for now. Because I don't want them to know anymore because then they'll make more requests and it's going to get outrageous. Uh, Closing remarks, uh, fellas, here. Um, You know, let's uh, let's take five here and, uh, you know, we'll we'll give about, you know, two minutes to either side here to kind of discuss how we feel about uh, closing out. So uh, we'll kick it over to you, Hake, first here to uh, close out there and uh, see how you feel about how our conversation went and uh, take it away. Well, once again, thank you to Modern Day Debate, James Kuntz, who's the head of Modern Day Debate, and shout out to the the orphans to which those super chats are going. Thanks to Ryan, it's nice to meet you, man, and to Matthew of uh, of a uh, Caught in the Middle YouTube channel. I really appreciate Trump, and I'm I'm not unhappy that this is happening to him. And people are saying, oh, he looked um dejected in the during his speech but i i don't know that i don't think that we should read emotions onto anybody but uh, i think that he's being appropriately uh somber because it is a somber moment i guess for the country it's a bad sign for the country that he's being charged on frivolous charges 
uh, because he's Trump and because he's for the country and he's for what's right. Um, but I say we keep our chin up and our and uh, keep pushing along and don't get too distracted with this. Don't overreact to it. I'm on Jesse Lee Peterson's network. Um, I have my own show, The Hate Report, and uh, and Jesse Lee Peterson on his and his coverage of this told the people don't overreact to it. It is so obviously a trap, a temptation for people to do something crazy or do something they wouldn't ordinarily do. Don't fall for that temptation. Just stay even, stay the course, stay with what's right. And you probably can't affect the outcome here. So don't even try to do something fancy. So um, pray, be quiet. And uh, JLP has a prayer for both ve for veterans and for everybody. Silentprayer.video. And it's just quiet and, and paying attention to yourself and your lying thoughts. And you get caught up with stuff that isn't really important, like this Trump indictment. It's not really important. And um, it can keep you clear-minded and circumspect about the big picture so that you don't falter in life over politics or over disagreements or uh stuff going on in your own life so right on trump and um america first nice all right thank you so much hake for that and uh matthew your closing thoughts yeah um i i fall back on the same argument i started with the beginning uh, you know if uh, trump if trump committed these crimes he should be arrested. He has been arrested. Now he's been indicted. He's going to be held, you know, in court for it. Um, I hope he's not the last politician. I hope that we see a lineup of uh, various CEOs, business owners, other politicians, people in the DOJ, people in Congress, people in all these uh, huge positions of power. I hope that they are to follow. Um, <clears throat> if Trump committed these crimes, uh, and I mean, this is what happens, right? And this should be this should be an example for the people, but he shouldn't be held at any higher standard than someone else who were to have done the same thing. Um, <clears throat> so that that's pretty much where I stand. Um, yeah, my name's Matthew. I just started a YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago. Uh, called Caught in the Middle. Uh, the point of the channel is to uh, have people on um, from various walks of life and all ideologies um, and uh, just have a discussion with them. Um, try to find any middle ground. I'm going to find disagreement with about anyone. Um, however, I'm, I, I have this uh, curiosity within me uh, with everyone where I want to see if there's any sort of middle ground, anything we can agree on. Uh, without being a yes man um, and to uh, try to find that common ground. And I hope that it's something that people can uh, bring forward in their lives and have proper discourse and be, be able to agree and disagree on things without becoming worse enemies and uh, without doing radical things on sidewalks or when they pass one another or every time they see a post online, it gets kind of ridiculous. Um yeah. Awesome. Well, I... by the way, 
Yeah. If sure. I can say one last thing, I'm, I was happy to hear Matt, Matthew, that your therapist is a man as opposed to a woman. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, yeah. uh, we'll close on out the show. Thank you everybody for being here. Uh, you know, awesome guys. I think you really elevated the discussion as far as, uh, having this type of discourse. Uh, you know, we, we, didn't get any screaming matches and that's awesome. So, uh, everybody, uh, you know, definitely, uh, give this video a like, give it a share out. And, uh, remember if you donate even just as much as a $1 to our crowdfund, you can watch DebateCon live as it's happening. So if you want to see it while it's happening, you got to put a dollar into that crowdfund and you'll be able to join in for all the fun. It is a live event in person, so if you can be there in Texas, which would be awesome, I'd love to be there myself, I can't, uh, you know, please do so. Um, so yeah, I just want to extend a big thank you out to Hake uh, and Matthew for uh, having this great discussion. Um, yeah, thank you fellas for yeah, being thanks here. Thanks for having me on. By yeah. the way, you mentioned that DebateCon crowdfund. That's different from the Super Chats. That's the igg.me slash at slash DebateCon31. You got That's me. That's the uh, crowdfund. You. Okay. You are you're great because you're reminding me. The link is in the description, everybody, along with both of our guests here this evening. So if you like what you heard from Matthew or Hake this evening, you can check them out in our description below. Make sure you give them a like, subscribe, and follow what they're up to. Uh, and we're going to see you guys again to have a discussion, uh, uh, hopefully about some other uh, juicy topics. But uh, in the meantime, take care, everybody. And uh, thank you so much for coming out, gents. Thank you. Have a good night and good morning to the overseas people. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.